All right, welcome back to the Rabbit Rabbit Hole podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at the Rabbit Ra- or Rabbit Rabbit Hole and on Instagram at Rabbit Rabbit Hole Pod. Today I got Jake with me. Ryan's behind the desk again, and we're going to talk some basketball because what the hell happened this weekend? I know, man. That double dribble. That Auburn game, that Auburn Virginia game was wild. It's a great yeah. game. Yeah. It's- one in one one point five seconds. And you yeah. would have went to the nat- national championship game, and yeah. now they're just going back home. Good old Auburn. What's yeah. funny about that is uh, when he double dribbled, no one noticed. Yeah. yeah. No, I even when I was watching live, I didn't even notice it. I didn't either. And yeah. it had to get pointed out by the uh, announcers or the commentators. I noticed it before they did that because they did a uh, replay uh, when they fouled them, and I was like, "Oh, he double dribbled," and they didn't even talk about it till like. After uh, Ryan Guy got fouled, yeah, just that sequence of events though of that he almost lost the ball, double dribbled, got the ball at half court yep. with one second, and then they fouled up a three. Well, if you think if Auburn doesn't even foul him there, he's got to jack up a three, right which he there. did, and it was going to be it was not going to make it. It wasn't even going to be yeah, close yeah. if they wouldn't have fouled him. Game over. Yeah. You go to the you go to the natty. Like, I mean, there's so many things. If they if they would have made their free throws, like you know. Down yeah, the there's stretch, a lot of things. I mean, we talked about that, like how it's three. like throughout the game, like there are certain things that are going to happen that those could change the game just as much as the last call. With the with knowing that the last call is is the most important, but at the same time, like if you play if you play your game yeah. and you play your game to the best and you defend well throughout the whole game. You're gonna win, you know. Yeah. And they I mean, just didn't. Auburn didn't. They didn't play. They didn't just play smart at the end. That's the thing is they didn't play smart at the end because yeah. they could have just held back, not fouled, you know, let them let them take a three. Yeah. You know, if you lose a game on a wild three, that's way better than losing a game on sending them to the line and having them make all three free throws. Yeah. That sucks. But let's I, talk about that real quick. You got fouled with .6 seconds left, going to shoot three free throws to either tie or win the game or lose. And if he misses the first one, so much more pressure. Like, yes. that was very impressive. He yes. nailed all three free throws with over 72,000 people watching live in the stands. Knowing that, like, they were just half a second away from losing. And, the the like, three free throws, it doesn't matter who you are, three free throws in college – with that kind of pressure is on like yeah it's that's hard to do that's just hard to do it doesn't matter really who you are and if you can do it which he did you're gonna be a killer dude like if you could do that all the time in pressure moments like that you're a killer yeah well you he know? was he was 88 percent shooter i mean the thing yeah is, but 88 is... i i think there's i'm sure there's some saber metric bullshit out there but i think there should be stats like free throws or like like clutch free throws yeah because like clutch statistics. those free throws his his free throw percentage it doesn't matter throw it out the window throw it out the window because the pressure of the game is far beyond what a normal game would be so throw the percentages out the window yeah i mean even in his post game he said he was terrified when he was taking you have to be you have like going up what could you compare that to like an everyday what would you compare free throws in a moment i none of us i'm assuming have ever experienced something in that moment where you have you know Tens of thousand people live in in the arena watching you, and millions yeah, it's watching on TV. You know what? Knowing that, what would what would you compare something like that to in an everyday life? 
I don't think you can. I don't think you can. There's nothing you can do to prepare for that point. Prepare for that moment. Besides, you know, just maybe like free throw. Maybe and I like, can't even, I can't even like attest to this, but maybe like proposing to a, to your significant other or something, like yeah. maybe that. But I don't know. Well, I think in normal, like regular life of just everyday task, it's probably, you know, driving, being in a scary accident or something like that, where you have to make maneuvers. But I still don't think the stuff. pressure. Maybe like just life and death quickly, pressure, but like. Like non-life-threatening pressure. Yeah, you can't compare no. yeah. to like big no. sports moments like that. You no. can't. It's funny but, because everything, uh, like those free throws, were magnified. Like yes, super magnified. Absolutely. Of course, everything else after the game, like whether you win or lose, is magnified. Like the way you think about it. But in that particular moment, you can't even fathom like what's going through your mind. Like you can't. Uh, I'm sure that there's some sort of like blackout happening. You know, like. Well, yeah. A he, couple months from now, he's gonna look back and be like, "I barely remember what I was feeling." Yeah. Like I just know I was feeling nervous, scared, whatever. But he's not gonna. I mean, maybe he will, but I could assume he wouldn't remember the exact moment, the exact. He couldn't remember an exact like fan saying something, you know, just because yeah. like you're focused on that that hoop and making yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you just got that muscle memory. Yeah. You just let yeah. it take over, and you shot ten thousand free throws before. I wonder, you know, if you took like a deep breath before. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm I sure you did. I would have to be like, okay, listen here, bud. We got this. And then just yank it up. What's funny about that is uh, he didn't overthink it at the line. Like, you'll see guys that get fouled in that situation. They'll yeah. take three, four dribbles, stare at the rim, take a deep breath, then shoot. He literally took one dribble, did his ball move with his hand, shot it. Really? All three of them, yes. He didn't – there was no That's thinking. Awesome. It is just straight up. Let me do that. Dude's rhythm like rhythm dribble. Who do you have his name? Do you have his name pulled up or no? Who uh, Ryan the, guy? The guy that shot the free throw. Yeah, Ryan guy. Ryan guy, dude, that guy. He's he's gonna be a guy in the fucking league, I think. Well, dude, he, maybe if, if you, you can fucking it, make pressure free throws like that, dude, I think you'd be good. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, he scored. I have six no idea if he's gonna make it to the like, league. By the way, like nine seconds or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he literally ran down the floor. So threw it up, made it, and then got free three throws. Yeah, that's it was three. just a wild sequence. It's heartbreaking for Auburn, but fuck the yeah, SEC. Really, I don't player. really care about at the SEC. But Ryan's the only one that got both the predictions right. Oh, sorry, yeah. my apologies. It's a Kyle guy. Like, Kyle, Kyle guy. Man. All right. Either way, I he's was a like, guy. Yeah, news guy. Didn't sound but uh, right. but there was like a Ryan something. So but Ryan, you were the only one to get your predictions correct both yeah. for both games. I was. Me and me and uh, Jake both went one. One and one, one. one yeah. yeah. So either way, you're you're. Well, who did you get take uh, winning it? I had Tech? A Texas Tech. Yeah. If Virginia won, you would. I would be you in his high with him, or maybe no. If Virginia win, won, or... I would be. No, Virginia did win. No, oh, I'm you're saying the Natty? The national, oh yeah. yeah. I don't even think I'm rooting for Virginia anymore. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm rooting for, for Virginia, T-Tech. To be honest. Well, I did last. You know, yeah. in the Final Four. Yeah. But I think I think I'm gonna go for Texas. I got my buddy Bach. If you're watching this, shout out to you, Bach. Uh, he went to Tech. Yeah. And so I'll I'll root for Tech for him. Yeah, I have a lot of Tech friends. Big Twelve guy. I'm rooting for. Tech. You still got Tech, Ryan? Oh yeah. Even oh, after yeah. even just watching the games, like you still got Tech. Oh yeah. 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 I, I I'll take Tech. The reason I choose Tech is because they're huge. They're just very long dudes that play defense. And yeah. They have a seven foot. 
center who can pretty much block anything. And so that's really their gonna, defense is crazy. Really going to uh, it's going to be a very defensive game. They were able to stop very Michigan State. Yeah, you know that was that, that was a, that was huge. That was super because impressive. Michigan State. I I figured like I said last time. I figured coming off a huge, huge win over Duke. I mean, just beating Duke in the Elite Eight is that's huge. And to go into play Texas Tech and just not really perform. I don't even remember the final score. I just know it wasn't – it just ended up not being that great of a game, I don't think. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the it end just, of the game. I think they were up by, like, 10 or something down the stretch, and it was just yeah. – they, they couldn't come back because yeah. they stopped fouling them at a certain point where they just let the time run out. Yeah, I mean, it's sad for Michigan State, Big Ten, but – What's really crazy is I saw a guy uh, in Vegas. He got a ticket. He predicted Texas Tech to win it all before the tournament started. Is that the 14-cent bet? No, it's a 1500 Yeah, uh. and uh, he bet that, I think, back in 2015. Really? What? Yeah, it, and it's a three, uh, $300,000. Oh, is that yeah. the guy that he was? He put it up for sale for like sixty grand? Yeah. People saying he should hedge his bet. Yeah, like, you have to hedge. But, like, how, what if you don't have the money to hedge it? Dude, you go to the bank and say, hey, this is a guaranteed thing. Like, yeah, like you're going to get your money back? Yeah, well, one of them has to win. Yeah, It's obviously. not like they can tie. And, you know, I, mean, I wonder if, if he ended up doing that, though, or if money. someone ended up buying his ticket. I think he put it up on, like, eBay or whatever, some site, you know, Facebook. But yeah, you think if you go to the bank and borrow hundred grand and put hundred grand for Michigan State to win, at least you're getting something, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, I can't believe he did that back in 15. But we got uh, – yeah, UVA is favored by one. One. That's a pretty slim favorite. Yeah. Pretty slim. Yeah. I think it's going to be a – what do you think? I you mean, think it's going to be a good game? You guys think it's going to be I a good think, game? Well, we're going to – It's going history. to be a – it's gonna be a good game, but I think it's gonna be. Very but I'm saying I, I know the history part. Like one of the teams is gonna win. It's gonna be their their first, the first ever. Yeah. But like the game itself, do you think it's gonna be a good one, or do you think one team is gonna? Do you think Tech is gonna blow it out of the water? Yeah. Or be, I mean, the Virginia problem is what? is that they're both so good defensively that I just don't want to see a very slow paced low scoring game. Like uh, the this Texas Tech Michigan, where they scored 12 points in the first like 12 minutes. Yeah, that it, was it might abysmal. Be so close to that, it might literally be a fifty. To I'll turn it off. Yeah, that's that's what I'm like. I probably I'm won't even be able to stay up for the whole thing. But oh, I'm I'm gonna watch the whole thing just. No, nah, I probably will watch the whole thing. Well, what time does it start? Like seven it. our time. It starts yeah. at eight twenty. Is that uh, Eastern? It doesn't, it doesn't say Eastern time on it, so let me uh, get a. Ah, uh, yeah, my laptop might be fucked up, so it might be seven. Come from the East Coast, yeah. Laptop yeah. Um, I think Texas will take it. I think it's going to be a good game, though. Yeah. I yeah. think that the defense of Texas Tech will be able to handle, even though Virginia doesn't have that great of an offense. Yeah. I just think I think it's going to be a good flow of a game. I don't yeah. know if it's not going to be too – I don't think it's going to be like the Michigan one yeah. where they just didn't make anything for half the game. Well, you have to think too of that. Virginia lost to a 16 seed last year. Yeah, that is wild too. Title. That is wild. They, they pretty might, much they, they pretty much said like, "Stupid, I ain't even gonna give you a chance." You yeah. know, they're yeah. like, "No, they did give them. They gave everyone a chance for a year." They're like, "Hey, we can either win it this year or win it next year. We'll let everyone have. We'll let people have a chance this year, and then next year, this year, you know." Yeah. They are like, "All right, now it's our turn." 
well, six. But that's I mean, just fucking crazy. Losing to a 16 seed and then the next year going all the way to the national title is just insane. Yeah, that is that is wild. Like, that's just so crazy. I don't think that might not ever happen ever again. Very likely. Very. I mean, they were the first, obviously, the first 16 team to lose or first one seed to lose to a 16. Yeah. And then obviously because of that, they're the first 16 to lose and then win or go to the championship, you know. Yeah. If they win it, that probably will never happen again. Yeah. But a 16 team probably – I think that oh, – yeah. I think we're they'll, going to start seeing that be. more often. I know it didn't happen this year, but I think, like, every year or so or every few years it's going to happen, you know, more often than obviously yeah. ever had. Well, I just feel like men's basketball as a whole is slowly ticking down where guys back in the day used to play longer and now they play less. So I think the competition of those lower seed teams is going to get, you know, boosted, and those people that are on top are going to, you know, yeah, of course you always have the Dukes where they got, you know, three first-rounders and, you know, probably the top three players in the country. But it's like a lot of those teams that were powerhouses back in the day just don't have the firepower like they used to where, you know, if you go back in the Jordan days, everybody stayed for four years. Yeah, you know, and it's like, I think the thing is, is we'll see what happens with what the NCAA does if they go, you know, the one and done rule. What will happen with that? Because they always seem like. Well, didn't the NBA just lower the uh, age requirement to eighteen? Uh, I believe. Or was so. it proposed? Um. So what it is is, uh, the one and done rule will be, uh, might be a like wiped out if the N- NBA uh, changes its rule for how uh, young a yeah, player can be. Yeah, I think they did change it, though. I think they did lower it to 18. I'm not 100% sure, but if they did, I think that could do one of two things. Or or I guess it could do two of three things or one of three things or something. But more more kids, more 18-year-olds are going to go to the league. When you got kids like Zion, you're not gonna you're not going to mess around for a year. And just hang out playing college ball. Maybe you will if you like. If you grew up watching college ball, you loved it. You you've always dreamed of being in the March Madness. But like, if you're just a kid, you know, and you and you want to make that money, you're gonna go to the. If and you're good enough, and you know you're good enough. Like you know, people are saying yeah. you're good enough. If they're like, hey, you could be the top ten pick and guaranteed X million dollars. Eh, I could I could do without a national championship. And uh, March Madness ring, you know, I can deal without it. We'll see. I'm I'm a college guy, so I love the college athletics. Yeah, I, I like college you sports know, it's, it's more so game. too, for the most part. But, but I, yeah, it it's just like money. It, money is a factor. Like yeah. you got to think money, especially if you're coming from a if you're if you grew up not wealthy or not even if you grew up poor even, and you just were great at basketball. Like you're gonna go get your bags. Yeah, you know, you're gonna cash a check. It's yeah. it's the first thing on it has to I mean you would assume it has to be for the, the first thing on your mind. Yeah. Maybe maybe I mean there might be a handful of guys that are like really play the play for the love of the game, you know. Yeah. A lot of them Well, no a lot of them play because they love the game, but they also know they can make money, so they still play it yeah. for the money. Well, they're not but, they're not really playing for the love of the game. They're playing because they they know they they did at one point play for the love of the game, realized they were good enough to make money on it, and decided to play for the money. Well, also I think the thing is is that the majority of college players aren't gonna make it to the NBA. 
You know, there's a very yeah. few. Yeah. You know, that's what we were talking about that the other day. How there's like 300 something D1 yeah, it's, college it's a basketball small teams. Percentage that yeah. In any sport from college that go, you know. I don't know. Baseball might be the one because there's so many leagues. You got yeah. triple A, double A, single A, single A. You know, left, single yeah. A, west. You know, east, yeah. west, north, south, whatever. You guys, you got multiple single A's, multiple double A's, probably for some teams. You know, you just got baseball has such a huge, huge pipeline. You know, yeah. of like you could be sat, you could be mediocre and get into, you know, professional baseball at a lower level. It might take you a long time, but it also might not. You know, depends on how yeah. good you are. But a lot of a lot of, and same with hockey. Hockey's got so many levels. I think football might be the one where, like, you got the AAF at that close, the XFL that's coming in next year or two. And then, but I like mean, football doesn't have a G League or a you know minor league system. Yeah, they have weird. Well, they have the Canadian Football League. Yeah, but that's not like league. the NFL doesn't have a oh, yeah, minor league have, system. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a you know a baseball, ladder, hockey, yeah. basketball even has a minor league system yeah. in a way because they got the G League. Yeah. I, I, is it still called the G League or is it the D League or it's the it's the G League. Yeah, it, it used to be the D League. The D League until uh, Gatorade took it over, so now it's the G League. So what was the D? For the uh, D it was League. just the development. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So now yeah. it's the Gatorade League? Yeah. That's wild. Uh, yeah, so. Can you imagine that? Like, I put. Did you play in the Gatorade League? No, I play in the Powerade. Yeah, I mean. Body Armor, actually. The is problem where is. They is should that, start a league. You know, if it's the NFL, NBA, whatever, those are always going to be the big money makers. And then college, you know, any college athletic. With is, football probably being number is, one. Oh, yeah. They're going to outdo any semi pro sport. Like, because, you know, the thing about football is you get into, like, really weird stuff of, like, they have arena football. And yeah. They, you know, they, they'll start doing weird things, but it's like, I just don't think any of that stuff will ever take off. I think the thing is, is, like, when they did the XFL back in the day, they had some really good ideas, like the wire cam, you know, coming up, you know. And yeah. And they run the wire throughout the field. That was an XFL idea. And, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, thought that up and then we implemented it in football and it changed football forever yeah they it seems like the nfl takes you know a few things from all these like trial leagues you know they'll take they'll see like oh shit that was that was pretty cool what they did there like let's try to do that in a way that makes sense for the nfl yeah and obviously if it makes the money the thing is too is that the nfl you just can't ever mess with the talent of what they have they're the best in the world at what they are you know tom brady and all the stuff like that Eh, they 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 have the top talent there and with college it's tradition pageantry you know it's they have all that stuff set in stone you know it's it's the atmosphere with the band and you know all of the the student section yeah you know it's it's a totally different thing what's the biggest basketball game you've college basketball game you've been to what's the biggest one biggest college basketball yeah. game i've been to um if you've been to a big one probably uh oklahoma state kansas uh we went to triple overtime that was a big one packed house Packed house at OSU. Yeah, in Gallagher. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be packed. It's obviously, you're. A, I know you're a football guy. We went. But we went you? to uh, the the other one. I went to was we beat Kevin Durant in Texas. Ooh. In triple overtime, with Mario Bogan. I know you're a football guy, but being outside at a football game, college football game, you know, in a stadium versus being inside. 
which atmosphere and like obviously one's going to get louder than the other maybe you got a lot more people in a stadium rather than an arena but arena's closed off you know what do you yeah. think is a louder environment indoors at a college at a large college basketball game or can you um, not really say do you not know if you could say just well of the i could say on average i mean the thing is is that the way that boone pickens is set up is that the sideline is so close and we're kind of yeah. enclosed. I remember you know, you, the, the first time you showed me that the Boone Pickens stadiums with their yeah. sidelines like yeah, it's basically five yards. basically right on the sidelines with the players. Yeah, that yeah. is wild. I've never seen a football yeah, stadium it's, like that. It's That's pretty cool. I mean, there's been a couple games in Boone Pickens where you know anytime Bedlam like Texas for homecoming last year was pretty loud. Like we made some list that some you know one of the guys that i watch on YouTube, yeah you know he like a like, loudness meter or whatever yeah yeah we we made one of those lists but um i mean that kansas game in triple overtime was one of the loudest games and the texas game i mean i i would say that basketball since you're in an enclosed spot is probably on average the majority of the games are louder yeah. Where football, I think, can be louder in certain situations. But for the most part, I think basketball, like, you know, I've I've been to the finals in the NBA. I've been to bedlams where, you know, there's a yeah. minute left. They're going on a drive, like, and everybody's screaming. But, like, there was just something about that, those that Texas and Kansas I've always wanted to go to Cameron Indoor, was, go to, like, a Duke-UNC game or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would be – that would be insane. Yeah. That one sounds very expensive. Because where I'm from, the carry dome, like, the thing about it is, like, yeah, it's a dome. But you're only using half of, you know, yeah. they don't use the whole thing. Yeah. So it's like it can only get so loud because you got the sounds traveling over and just hanging out on the other side of the field, you know, behind all the bleachers. But, like, hockey games get pretty fucking loud, too. Yeah. They can get loud. I will say that hockey is probably one of the best sounding games of that you know, if you were just one of the best games in, in general. I mean, if you just if you lost your sight and you were trying to like listen to games, I mean, basketball is up there with the swish and you can hear the baseball. baseball, crack of bat, baseball's good. You know, but catcher or a catcher catching game. a hundred hundred and three mile an hour fastball. Yeah, that smack I, of the glove. I think hockey's got it though, just with the skates, the puck, that's a good question. The boards. Would you, you know. all right? So of all sports, are you a you're a football or a basketball? Like, what's your favorite sport? Oh, football by by far. By far, yeah. But are you an all around sports fan or not really? Um, I'm mostly football and basketball. I watch a lot of basketball. Watch a lot of NBA, college basketball. Uh, I, I mainly watch a lot of college football. I I like the NFL, but yeah, I feel it's the only, same. I'm I'm very selective because I feel uh, that I'm a Cowboys and a Patriots fan. Eh. So. Yeah. When the Cowboys are struggling, <laughs> you know, it's tough because we don't get a bunch of uh, New England games over here. Yeah. So. yeah. so what would you, for all the sports, let's just say the four major sports, and throw golf in there, what do you think the biggest, like, walk-off, what, what's your favorite walk-off style from a sport? Like, baseball, you got a walk-off home run or, or a closer, you know, saving a game. For football, you would have, like, a Hail Mary maybe or a goal line stop, whichever side you want to look at it. For basketball, you know – a made three for the win in overtime or whatever. Buzzer beater, yeah. Um, Base, and then hockey, you would have, like, a last-second goal 
you know. Or shootout or, or shootout. Nah, no, shootouts really aren't. See, they're, they're cool to watch. The shootouts are cool to watch, but they're not – like, that's the reason – there's a reason they don't use them in playoffs. It's just like – Yeah, I just, mean, that's that's why they make that not, list tough is because I would X out hockey and soccer right away just because of the shootout. And for golf, would you – like, let's say Masters, like, hole 18 for the yeah, win. Yeah, those last, you know, Like, what, what playoff, do you think – like, I can't – like, if you think back in iconic moments in sports – like Tiger winning it on the 18th or something is like iconic, you know. Yeah. Red, you know, Sunday red shirt, red polo, yeah. yeah. Walk off home runs. I mean, there's so many of you. Don't yeah. you can just don't even have to name it. I think, dude, honestly, I basketball, think, I think college football takes it. I think with college basketball or NBA, yeah, there's crazy things that happen that you know some dude gets fouled shooting a three, makes it and one. You score four points and win the game off something crazy. But I think you just can't top football because you know there's maybe one second on the clock you throw the ball you know there's zero seconds the ball is live you start tossing the ball around you get 20 pitches do something crazy get an yeah. extra block and some dude tiptoes and dives in the end zone and you're like i think you know. i think dude there's something about it but the crack of a bat on a walk off like yeah. a, the, the sound of a good crack of the bat there's nothing like it yeah. There's nothing like it, dude. That that is true. I think for for sound Like if you hear the crack of a bat on a baseball, just hear it. You don't even see it nothing. You would know what it is. Yeah. Like you would know that's a baseball like yeah. smashing a fucking home run. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh or a baseball bat. And see that's my thing. I think hockey's probably one of the best sounding games, but the crack of the bat's the most Yeah. Too. Hockey you can listen cuz you know like there's, you know, you you hear the stick on the ice fiddling yeah. with the puck. You hear it passing and, and people catching it off their stick. You hear them taking slap shots. You hear them hitting the post, hitting the post. That's an iconic. Yeah. You know, that's an iconic sound, too. That yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. You know it. But, and, well, and listening to an overall game like hockey, yeah. If I was, knock on wood, if I was ever blind, I am basically blind. But if I was ever really blind, hockey would be the one I'd still. Yeah. Everything else I'd, I'd probably listen to, but I probably wouldn't care as much anymore. Yeah. I'd just find something I mean, else I'd to care about. I mean, I'd still listen to football. I mean. Football has distinct sounds, too. I mean, you know, helmet to helmet. Playoffs or hockey start yeah. in two days, Wednesday. Which Really? Let's go. Let's do this. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's awesome. Uh, for me, uh, it would have to be football. I've been football. to uh, I've been to a couple games where uh, the whole stadium felt like it was about to be torn down from all the jumping and celebrating. Yeah. I was there when uh, – it was Bedlam, actually, in Norman, and it was the one that uh, went into overtime, and they handed it off to uh, Brennan Clay, and he gets to, like, the 10-yard line, hits some dude, knocks him over, and he just stumbles into the end zone to win the game, and that was, oh, my gosh, that was so crazy. Yeah, 20, 2012? Uh, I yeah, I've never so. been to a Bedlam game. Yeah, I might go this year with Jake to uh, OSU up and to Stilly. And you know what's but... sad about that is that was Caleb Levy, and he had a great career at Oklahoma State. Yeah. But if you make a mistake like that in Bedlam. You don't live it down. I just yeah. It's it's a tough thing to get over. I went to uh, back when Ohio State played OU in Norman. In Norman. I went to that game. That was good. Yeah. Was I, good I was invited by a friend of mine, and we went to that. And that was an awesome game. That was, like, one of the loudest games in Norman ever. Like, it was, like, top five, I think. Yeah, that was the uh, first year that we had the um – South end zone opened up. Yeah, with yeah. the new renovations. Yeah, so it I didn't know up. that, but yeah, it, it looked like cool. Four thousand. I thought it had always always been yeah. there. 
But uh, the second game uh, that I would say is like, so I have like three top games that yeah. I would say like are pretty awesome. Uh, was when um, it was the year, it was the first year Baker Mayfield started at OU and they were playing TCU and it went into overtime because Baker got a concussion. And when TCU went for two to win the game, uh, I was sitting on the opposite end zone. And as soon as he, uh, as soon as uh, the quarterback threw the ball, uh, Stephen Parker just comes out of nowhere and just jumps up and tips it. And yeah, the whole stadium was going crazy on that. I can one imagine. Too. And, and the then my number three would be uh, when I was at the Lloyd Noble uh, for Buddy Heald's last season. Oh yeah. And he had a game winner against Texas, and I had that on camera. Really? Yeah, I have it on video. You know, I I gave up taking videos of like sporting events because one time I was at the Vatican and you know it was Christmas Eve mass. The pope, I was right like, here's the side in the aisle where you know the pope's gonna walk down. I was on it like the fence or the the border was right there. Like I was on it, and I took a I took pictures of the pope walking in and whatever, and I took a video. And it didn't tell me before I started the video or during it. It just told me after I hit stop for the video. It was like. Video's not going to be saved. doesn't have enough storage. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck, dude? What and video? so that sucked. I lost that video, but whatever. So instead of actually being there at the game, what do you think is the best game you've ever watched on TV? Like live, not archive Like one game footage. or just a sport? Because I'm bad at picking game, out. I'm any, bad at picking out sport. Like any, any, historical games, you know. I'm bad at, like, remembering them for some reason. But really? if I had to watch one sport on TV – it would be hockey. I would always watch hockey. Yeah. Yeah. If I could only ever watch one sport again, it would be hockey. Yeah, because, I mean, I've, I've on TV at least. been to a lot of games that were crazy, and I've seen a lot of and crazy also, things. But TV is you can watch so many more. Yeah. You know, like for well, me. Well, because you can flip back and forth, you know, commercials I have season, and shit. You know, I have season tickets in both football and basketball, and I make every game. And in football, I travel. I go to a couple of away games. Yeah. And I go to the bowl game. And so, like, I attend a when you lot make it. of – a lot of games, you know. Yeah. Well, Gundy hasn't missed one in 14 years, so. <laughs> All right. Put well, some, put some respect on Gundy's on. name. Hang on. We'll put some respect on him when you guys make some moves. All right. Hey, Maybe this year. You guys might do some, we, we some stuff know. this year. But uh, I would always watch hockey. Yeah, hockey. I think is is a game that you can watch both in person, like live, like at the arena, or on TV, and still get just as much excitement from it. Yeah, and foot football like probably college football like the same, but like college football has a, is it's a day thing like it's a whole day you know yeah that's the thing about college football yeah. like hockey like it's a lot. you might tailgate hockey but for the most part unless you're like in Chicago or something like you're not tailgating hockey yeah you know unless unless it's a lower level local game but like yeah hockey you go to the game drink some beers there have a good time and then go to the bars after or whatever but football it's a whole day event like you're at yeah. tailgate right in the morning. You're bar hopping or whatever. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. until, you know, either after the game or until at night. Yeah. And yeah. I think. And that's why college football is king, boys. But, like, the, yeah. the game itself, well, the game itself, I would say hockey all the time. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, I'm, not, I'm to, talking about an individual game. No, I can't. Like I'm, World I'm, Series, Game 7, Cubs, you know, whatever. Um, A game I went to was in Yankee Stadium. This is probably the best live game I've ever seen for any sport. Um, Yankee Stadium against, uh, I want to say the Blue Jays, but I can't remember. It was like September 3rd of 2013. My buddy invited me to go a game. We got to go above the 
Mohegan Sun Bar or whatever it's called now in the center field, and above it they have a deck where it's like uh, fucking Visa deck or something. We were watching the game. Vernon Wells, I think it was, stole home. Not Vernon yeah. Wells. What the fuck was his name? I can't remember who it was, but he stole home, and it was one of Mariano Rivera's last saves of his career. Yeah. Yeah. It was like second or third to last. Yeah. He ended up stealing home, We and then they won – with a save from Mo, from Mo, and it was one of his last saves. And I just – that game and then another – the first time I ever went to Yankee Stadium is on bat day, 2009, when they won the World Series, opening opening year for the new stadium. They were playing the Twins. My dad and I had tickets to left field, upper deck, top row. The exact – like, you couldn't go any higher. You couldn't. Yeah. Top row. We were like, fuck this. Went lower. Johnny Damon hit a walk-off three run or they won three to two i can't remember if it was a two run home run or a solo or or even a three run but either way it was a walk-off home run by johnny damon the place was lit it was insane like yeah and and i got a bat from that that, that was probably one of my most memorable sporting events just because like i'd never been to yankee stadium yeah i think it was like 13 maybe 12 years old i got a bat from the you know an actual bat from yankee stadium like for, yeah. like they just were giving them out inaugural bat day that was probably those, those two probably were the best for me well you know i think the thing is too is like watching it on tv you know is big and uh well it's like you know we were talking about college football lasts all day you know you start to get tired as the day goes on and, and then i remember you were at my house when it was uh a&m lsu and they went to seven overtimes you know and it's yeah. like something crazy like that happens and then you're there for four games you're then you picks you, you know, you pick yourself back up. You you sit there and you're tired, and then you're like, oh my gosh, like we're witnessing history, history here. Literally, I remember watching that game, and that was that was I crazy. Mean, that was I was of, uh, we were both one of the you most were saying wild games I've ever. You were saying five. like I think it was like the fourth overtime. You were saying like imagine if it went to seven, and yeah. it did. Yeah. But each time we were like, e- even you, I think both of us were like, each time it went to a new overtime, we we're like, this has to be it, like. And then each overtime had something crazy that happened yeah. for it. I can't remember exactly, but it was just well, – I remember it was a crazy Well, what happened is, is after three, you have to go for two. So yeah. one team would make the two-point conversion, and I'm like, that's going to be hard. It's hard to score and go for two and get the two-point conversion. Yeah. And they would do it. And then the other team would miss the two-point conversion, and then the next team would miss the two-point conversion, and it just keep going and yeah. going and going. What about you, Ryan? What's like – I, th- I guess you said uh, – some bedlums and then and then the Texas OU game against KD well, I mean, or not Buddy Hield's last not game. A, not attending. I'm talking about like TV, like yeah, even just um, watching so live just, on TV. Just off at, of I'm uh, TV, I would say one of my all-time favorite games that I watched was when Oklahoma City played uh, Minnesota and it went to like three overtimes. It's when uh, Kevin Love was still on Minnesota and Russ and KD were on uh, Thunder and stuff, and that was a great game. Um, Honestly, uh, when uh, LeBron made the block against yeah. uh, Iguodala on that, like that—that's one Down of the most iconic one. things I've yeah. ever seen in my life. And Can't that's for me, it might actually. Now that I think about it, two of them: the Syracuse uh, UConn game, I think it was, that went over, like six overtimes or whatever. That was insane. I remember watching that. That was just crazy. Devin Doors jumped up on the uh, announcers' table. You know that, yeah. like that's just memorable. And then the Blackhawks, I think it was last year or two years ago when they had, like, three overtimes in, in uh, 
in the playoffs, which is a whole nother game. It's three full periods. It's a whole nother game. They played two games in one night. That was, I think that was last year. It might have been the year before, though, and it might not have been the Blackhawks. Whatever. Fact check me if you want. I don't really and care. Then, but uh, but that, those two games were memorable. The last game that I would say that was, like, super memorable was uh, when it was OU versus Kansas in Lawrence when it was uh, Buddy Heald, I, uh, uh, Cousins, uh Jordan Woodard and Ryan Spangler, and they were going against uh, Frank Mason of Kansas and uh, Graham and all those guys, and that was like a overtime game. But like, yeah. Buddy Heald had like forty-eight points in Lawrence. Yeah. How's he doing this year, hands. by the way? Oh, he's killing it, man. Yeah, he's killing it. He's yeah. averaging, I think, uh, nineteen points. We got the NBA playoffs coming up this weekend too, yeah. the thirteenth. Oh, so yes. I think yeah. the West is locked up. The East still has the bottom. You know. Eight, nine, and ten are still fighting for that last spot, but uh, so you got tech tonight. I think we all got tech tonight, right? So yeah. not much. Eight twenty, uh, central time. Eight twenty so, central. Yeah. Damn, I am not making that whole game. Yeah. There's zero chance I make that whole game. Yeah. There's a hundred percent chance I make that whole game. I well, mean, I, if it's a good one, I might. But like, if it's if there's even a slight chance that one team's gonna pull away, I'm going to bed. Well, but uh, uh, I think the two witnessing live on TV was when Vince Young and Texas won the national title in 05 against that cool. SC team. Great game. That was one of the greatest games I've ever watched live. I mean, that was – well, I mean, there's a few in there. You know, the Iron Bowl, the kick six. Yeah. By oh, yes. Davis. Yep. That was insane. That was a crazy game. Uh, Boise State, OU, back in the Fiesta Bowl. Yep. I was there. Holy that, that were you was, there? You have a good memory. Tough, yeah. Because I, I – I have a terrible memory with like recalling historical yeah. sporting events. I just, Some of those games I just, are just Deshaun I watch them, I enjoy them in yeah, the moment. Yeah, Deshaun Watson remember, finally getting over the hump. I remember like the, the like the actions and whatnot, but I don't remember the actual games for a lot of these things. Dude, you know? Hunter Renthrow, though. Oh, man. Back-to-back yeah. Back years. Yeah. yeah. Like, just putting it to Bama. Like, the, yeah. He is the uh, saving, saving killer, man. Dude, you think – uh, do you see uh, – I think it was Colin Coward said – you know, talked about the Pats. If Brady retires after the 19 season, so you know, next year he'll be done. You know, if he retires next season, not this coming season, but the next one, 2020 season, the Patriots would tank on purpose in order to get Trevor Lawrence. Keep an oh eye, my Colin. Gosh. Colin Coward, I think, was the one that talked about that. But yeah. that would that would be. I mean, you're basically just saying, all right, we'll tank for you. We'll, see, we'll give everyone else a chance and be like, all right, we're back, bitches. Here's the thing, too, though. Do you it. think when Brady retires that Belichick will retire? Yes. I think they're because hand in hand. I think that's the key of the puzzle. I think it's Brady and Belichick. I think it's I think yep. if you lose Belichick, then it doesn't matter who you get. Yes. And you're gonna go down. But no if what. he did stay there, like say Brady retires and he stay there stay there stays there for another five years, say, to like help him maintain or, or rebuild and whatever I wonder what a Patriots rebuild would look like. It would probably be exactly that, a year of bullshit and, and being like, all right, yeah. we'll just give everyone a fucking chance. We know next year we'll be all right with Trevor Lawrence or whatever. If they got Trevor Lawrence, that would be insane. Cause yeah, it would be, be insane. Right back to almost where they are now. Yeah. They, they, would, they might not be winning Super Bowls like right off the bat, but they would be making uh, second round of the playoffs every time. Yeah. So hard segue into – Upcoming weekend, we got Game of oh, Thrones, yes. season eight, Sunday night. Let's go, let's go. What do you think? What are you guys thinking? Without spoiler, if you don't watch Game of Thrones or you're not cut up to season eight from this point on, this is your fault. 
if you get spoiled. Yeah, I mean, what do I think is going to happen in episode one? Sure. Six days away? Six days well, away, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited six days out. It's, yeah. You know, you find like, finally. It's dude, been a while. It's been over, I think, a year. Like, it's. Oh, yeah. You know, and. Um, I mean, You're there's, up, right? there's certain yeah, there's say. certain things that I've heard that, you know, you think like I know a couple of inside things about it. I've I know people that have gone and seen the premiere mm. that have said a couple of things. Wait, they They're had a not, premiere for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where? When? It's like in California or something. Oh, you know, or New that. York or I don't know where. What, but That's they, they had it they like last that. week or something like that. If we can't watch it till the Sunday, no one can watch it. Like, yeah. fuck that. Well, I think it's like tet, like the same thing. Like people have seen Avengers, you know what I mean? Like people have seen it. Yeah. Like it's like a test audience thing, a premiere. You know? Yeah, like, true. It's just the first episode. So the people that have watched it have only seen episode one. What do you What are you guys thinking though? Like, what do you you know? Who's gonna take the throne? Predictions. Yeah. What predictions. What, what, what who's do we got? Win? Well, see, I think my OG prediction from day one was John. Yeah. And then the whole story has led up to John. So I, I want to stick with my original pick of John. What do you what do you uh, what are you most excited for? I guess, or what are your some of your predictions, Ryan? Give me the mother of dragons. Daenerys. Give yeah. me Daenerys. Targaryen. Yeah. Yes. I want. I th- I think I, w- I would want to see her. Take the throne. Breaker of chains. Yeah, breaker. She's got so many. She is someone that has so many titles. Yeah. That like you might as well just have a a book like this is Daenerys. Her titles are all these. Read them later. Yeah, Mother like, of Dragons, geez. Breaker of Chains, Khaleesi of the Great Sea. The you know what I never? Th- I just thought of it. Like right in the second is like, what if they gave her all Sully. these titles? Yeah. What if they gave her all these titles just to add in like? 10 seconds of dialogue you know how like for some of our projects we gotta like have a certain amount of time yeah. and it's like just gotta throw some bullshit in there it's not bullshit by the way but in the moment it feels like bullshit You're that's because we've heard adding, it a thousand times yeah like, it's the people that she's out here like fighting against and conquering and stuff like oh shit yeah this chick's badass true that's true but i will also say um you know the most badass bitch in uh all of westeros you know, Cersei Lannister out here. I hope she dies, dude. I do too, oh. man. I thought you were going a totally different route. I thought you were going to think... say Brianna Tarth. Oh, do Brianna you think? Uh, do you no. think Jamie Lannister? Even though I think he is a good, I think at at heart he's a good person. Like yes. like yeah. war wise, you know, like he doesn't do any like unjustful killing without you know? Cersei. The, the only he's bad yeah. Person. The only messed up thing about him is the incest part. Like yeah. everything else about him, he's a very honorable guy. Exactly. Yeah. But do you think he really does something that, like, just, like, brings a lot of good to the show? Like, just, like, I don't know what the act might well, be, but do you just, what do you, where do you see his story going? Well, seeing how he's going to go fight with the North when his sister doesn't want to do that. Like, she's going to lie and turn her back on everyone just because, you know, she's like, no, I'm not going to yeah. give myself up yeah. just for me to get taken over by person with dragons kind of thing. Like, well, I mean, like, at the same time, like... She could just use her dragons and take you over anyway. Like, if I had dragons, like, all you got to be is, like, hey, either you stand down and I – you could conquer the world. You have dragons. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, now. I think the thing about Well, I guess Jamie, the only one they got to worry about is the, the uh, white – the Night King and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I think the thing about Jamie is in the 
books, he's more uh, anxious and worried about. So uh, back uh, back in like season two or season three, it's Joffrey and they're in like the Red Keep and they pull out a book of all the knights and they go through and he's like, Jamie Lannister. And he's like, someone didn't write down all your good deeds. And he's like, oh, there's still time. And he's like, time for a 30-year-old knight with one hand. You know, he's like, I yeah. don't think so. But I think in the in the show, they kind of skim over that. But I think in the books, Jamie really worries about that. He wants his image to be yeah. good. You know, he wants to He never himself. wanted to be a bad person, I don't think. I, I yeah. just think he just happened to be in love with his sister, unfortunately. Yeah. And and he was a great warrior, though. Yeah. Like, obviously, well, see, he, he became and a... Here's an interesting take, too, of that... With Jon Snow and Daenerys getting together, does that make Jon Snow not Just, pure anymore? Yeah, because well, I don't. That, did they that, know? They didn't know though. Well, see, no, that's the thing they, they don't know. know. But if now, when he comes back to Winterfell, and, and they tell him, yeah, what's his in uh, Tarly? Samwell tells him probably. You know, then what happens if he Screw continues? It. Give then, it to me. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's care. just it's going to be a crazy season. It's well, only see, eight episodes, right? Like eight that. episodes, six. six episodes, six episodes, all over an hour. I think a couple of them an hour twenty. Well, I think some of them are like fifty-five minutes. I don't know. That's I think there, is, I think there is one that's fifty-nine or something. Yeah. Well, let's just say an hour long. You know, I think one's like an hour twenty. I mean, we got extra we got the episodes. longest battle scene in in film history. I think it was eleven minutes. They said coming up. Yeah. It's going to be a great season of Game of Thrones. Endgame's coming out soon. I'm sure we're going to talk about that on a future episode. Yeah. Oh, um, right before uh, the Masters. Uh, oh, fuck. The Masters. When is that? Next weekend? Uh, yeah, I think it's this coming Thursday, is it? It's the 12th, I think. But yeah, uh, yeah, while, coming. Yeah, while Ryan's finishing I think, that uh, up. Uh, McElroy is favored, I think, to really? win the Masters. Yeah, and then Dustin Johnson. And then I think Tiger's three. Or something like that. Tigers three. Or it'd be four. crazy if you won it's like it, but I don't think he will. Fourteen to one. I mean, be. Only will, but it'd be thing. crazy if he did. Yeah, being being a kid watching Tiger win and then coming back, you know, like, see him winning another major would be insane. But I'm pretty sure it's. Yes, it is this weekend. This it is. Yeah. This so we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, busy week. Busy, busy, week. busy. National busy championship tonight. Week. Uh, Thursday's the ma- start of the Masters. Wednesday is hockey. Wednesday's hockey. Sunday is Game of Thrones. Yep. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. Filled with a bunch of stuff. I got stickers coming in. So if you want any stickers, let me know. Um, and I'll tell you how to get them. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for coming on, Jake. Thanks for Thank TD you. and Ryan. And yeah, we will be doing a new episode, hopefully every Friday, with a with a few thrown in here, there, here and there. Bats. If you've ever wanted to learn anything about bats, please send in some questions. Bats, the animal, not the baseball bat. Yeah. Spence. <laughs> bats. Just ask questions. If you want to know something cool, um, I'll be having someone on. I'll try to ask some cool questions and have a great interview. Everyone, watch the national championship game tonight and check back in on Friday. See you.